Welcome to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. A little later in the show, we're going to talk about President Trump. We're going to split our discussion about him into two segments today. One to talk about the firing of Rex Tillerson, who was Secretary of State, and what that means for U.S. diplomacy going forward. Uh, And then we're going to talk about Trump's fascination with authoritarianism and dictators. Peter Trumbor, who is an associate professor of political science at Oakland University and an expert on foreign issues, is going to be our guest for both of those segments. And of course, we're going to want to hear from you about both Tillerson and the president's seeming fascination with this idea of authoritarianism. That's going to get started at just about half past the hour. But up front today, students across the country are walking out of school to protest gun violence. Plenty of students at schools right here in and around Detroit are organizing their walkouts today. WDET producer Jake Neer sat down with some of those students ahead of today's Protest. Renaissance High School senior Imani Harris, Western International High School senior senior Alondra Alvarez, and Gross Point South sophomore Evelyn Kuhnline talk about their reasons for organizing the protests and what they're going to look like. Imani Harris tells Near what people should expect from the walkout at Renaissance. At Renaissance, our walkout is going to be um, in front of the school, it'll be on Outer Drive, and basically is going to start with um, us protesting and chanting with signs and things like that. Then we're going to have some victims of gun violence talk. We're going to have somebody from um, Ceasefire in Detroit talk about gun violence in Detroit. And then I'm just going to talk about um, the importance of recognizing like black voice in this fight and that like we definitely have things to contribute to the fight against gun violence as well and just um, standing in solidarity with the schools around Detroit, around Michigan, and around the country. Alondra, does that sound about what what's planned over at Western International? Yeah, um, just that we're going to have a balloon release. We're going to release mm. 17 orange balloons because orange symbolizes um, gun violence awareness. And ours is going to be in trilingual. It's going to be English, Spanish, and Arabic. Evelyn, you're at Gross Point South. Uh, when it comes to uh, what you have planned, is that is it along the same lines as uh, the schools that we're talking about here in Detroit? Um, similar, yeah. We are trying to make it um, more about just honoring the victims and standing in solidarity with Parkland. So we'll have student speakers and we have choir students um, singing the national anthem. And then we're going to have a moment of silence for the lives lost at Stoneman Douglas. So yeah, pretty similar. If you could each talk a little bit about how you got involved in this, what inspired you to organize these in the first place? Um, well, actually, Alondra, we're friends um, outside of this anyways, and so I saw that she was planning something at Western. I thought it would be amazing to be able to stand in solidarity with her um, because we both do activism in a mm-hmm. lot of different ways, and so I thought that it would be cool for her to know that like we're looking at her and that we stand with her, especially in what's happening. I think it's important to recognize that Parkland is a tragedy and that we see it every day in Detroit. And so it's like, this is something that we're fighting for. And now that it's a bigger issue, more people are watching because of what's happening. I think it's a good time to say like, hey, in Detroit, we really need this, like for real, for real. Alondra, it sounds like you're sort of a spark that lights the flame here, right? <laughs> I mean, so what, what made you uh, think that this is something that you wanted to spend your time doing? 
So I'm, um, I organize with Women's March Youth. I represent Detroit. So they asked me if that was something I would like to bring to Detroit. And I said, yeah, like we really need to talk about gun violence in the city because that's just something we normalized over the last couple of years. So that's when I really wanted to get all the schools involved to like bring awareness to the community that this is an issue and it's getting into schools and that's really dangerous. Evie, are you, uh, when you saw what happened at Parkland, I guess what sort of, what was the path between that and now for you? Um, I think after the shooting, it was sort of a moment of realization that this isn't going to be just another school shooting, that after a week the media is going to drop it, you know. Um, And once I realized that it was our peers and it was high school students similar to us and this could have easily happened at a high school near us or our own high school, that was when it hit me where I was like, okay, you know, this is our moment to make change. This is our moment to stand up and say what we believe in because we are the next generation. And uh, I think that as students, um, student leaders, we decided it's our time and we can't sit back anymore and let this happen. Sure. And and what about the students at Parkland? You know, the, that was maybe one of the biggest differences that I noticed with this school shooting is that it was the students themselves that took front and center stage. I mean, what did was that an inspiration for you guys? Do you think that that's sort of what led you to, to think that it was your role to do this instead of the adults in your community? Yes. Yeah, I just think it was really inspiring to kind of see them stand up to people like Marco Ruby or people that feel like so far from myself. Because sometimes I know that like student voice matters, young people's our voices matter, but also people say it but don't really like act on it. So to see them in that platform, like really like standing up to them and not like holding back, it really did um, inspire me to say like I can do it too at my school. Amani, I know that your family is, uh, you know, involved in, in lots of uh, activism and, and uh, looking for social justice here in Detroit. But I'm curious, uh, any pushback or any questions from the adults in your life, either parents or teachers or anything like that on this? Any concerns about walking out of class uh, in protest? Uh, my dad was like very concerned because he, he thought <laughs> like I was like, um, pushing for like gun control and he thought it was all around gun control and mm. he's like what if like anti-protesters or all that mm. come to your protest like what about that like this is really dangerous but then I told him I was like okay but like we normalize gun violence so much and like in order to be a leader like you have to go out of your way to like push for a movement so that's what I want to do like um, like activism work like it is dangerous but like you're never going to be hurt if you don't mm. go out of your way so now he's cool with it I mean, he's not cool. Like He's going to the walkout. Like, you got a t-shirt, okay, but right, he's like, right. I'm just really scared for you. He's probably going just to make sure things are safe for you, right? Like, yeah. he's there just kind of watching your back, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm curious. And, and, and what about at Gross Point itself? Uh, how have the faculty especially reacted to this? Um, I think the faculty have actually been pretty supportive of it. Um, we had to run it by administration just for safety reasons. We didn't want counter protests or anything going wrong so once administration got involved uh the teachers got the okay that Mm. if they chose to walk out they could also do that um i don't think the teachers are the problem but there's our our community gross point is pretty overall conservative and there were a lot of parents who were emailing the school board and very very vocal about their um their pushback on this event but you know, we're trying to make it a nonpartisan walkout and vigil to honor the lives lost. So mm. I don't know how you can disagree with that. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So uh, when you hear people, and this has been something that's 
uh, cropped up in the media a lot since Parkland, sort of pushback from adults saying kids in this, you know, kids doing exactly what you guys are doing um, are being used by gun control advocates. Basically, you know, this this idea that you're unwitting pawns in sort of a effort to, uh, you know, take away Second Amendment rights. I'm curious what you think when you hear that, that, that this is just you know, this is Democrats or this is gun control advocates using kids for their political agenda. I think it's really um, an, an ignorant statement, especially being from Detroit. You can't say things like that. So, for instance, I know people who've been shot. I've lost friends. I've lost cousins. And so it's like nobody can control me into saying that gun control is necessary, that gun violence is a bad thing. When you've seen, you know, family members that are only 16 die of gun violence, nobody has to tell me that that's a bad thing. I know it's a bad thing. And so it's kind of stupid to just assume like, oh, 18-year-olds don't know anything about making these kind of decisions. Like when you feel lost, you know that you're going to want to do something. And if that something is protesting, then that's on you and that's something inside of you. So if people want to spark action and want to do action, it's because they felt it. Something made them feel that way. Hmm. Alondra, Avi? I agree with Imani, and I believe like that like growing up like in Detroit especially and like living in the black and brown community, like gun violence is something that we've always seen and like we always like we've always seen it and like just for people to say like, oh, you know, gun control is something like dumb to fight for and it's like, well, our whole lives, like we grew up with our communities just killing each other. So like, no, it's not a dumb thing. Like we're just we want safety in our community and knowing that like we can't even go to school because like the shootings are going into there. Like, of course, we're going to stand up for something. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I've had many parents say, oh, you know, I feel so awful for these kids because these adults are just pushing their liberal agenda on them. Personally, I find that incredibly insulting that these mm -hmm. parents feel that as students, we don't have the courage and we don't have the voice to stand up and plan an event and do something. Um, no one's controlling us. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. Like, we always fight with our parents right. and... For the most part, sometimes sometimes you win. And if if parents were trying to control us on this event, I'm we would fight back the same. That was Detroit Today producer Jake Neer talking with Renaissance High School senior Imani Harris, Western International High School senior Alondra Alvarez, and Gross Point South sophomore Evelyn Kuhnlein about their efforts to organize school walkouts today. WDET is going to be on the scene at a lot of these schools today. Covering the walkouts, WDET education reporter Sasha Ryan joins us now to talk about that coverage. Sasha, welcome to the studio. Good morning. Yeah. So where are you going to be this morning and afternoon covering the protests? It's a, it's a tough choice to make, I think, because Hard there choice. is so much going on yeah. all over the community. <laughs> well, we know we have um, a lot of WDET presence um, around Detroit. And I'm going to um, hurry as fast as I can to get somewhere by 10 a.m., mm -hmm. um, hopefully uh, into the suburban schools, because one of the things we're seeing, and I think you can hear in the students' discussion, is that they're really looking at gun violence and the question very differently in yes. suburban schools and in city schools. So we'd like to get those voices. Yeah, yeah. Um, what are you expecting to see at the, the schools when you get there? I, I, I want to say up front that, that I was surprised by how many schools themselves seem to be trying to take part in it. It's not just the students, but the administrations at a lot of schools have decided 
how they want kids to participate in this in this walkout. Um, and I think there's a there's a wide range of 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 things that are that are that are going on. But what are the things that we are likely to see happen? It's a good question. So we have some sense uh, for what some places have planned. Mm-hmm. But um, like you said, the there's this really interesting um, variety of ways school districts and schools, uh, school administration have decided to react to the walkouts. And in this area, in, in southeastern Michigan, it's mostly been a kind of approval um, but with restrictions. Yeah. And um, so we're seeing in some places uh, that the, the students have been directed to certain spaces or um, have to go through certain procedures to walk out. You have to have a permission slip or you have to follow the sign out procedure or, or something. But in some way, schools and districts have um, intervened to manage the yeah. walkouts. Yeah. And, you know, they're, of course, saying like this is these are legal things we have to make sure the students are protected, all kinds of things. But um, we're not sure exactly what some things will look like because one of the questions is with some of the students who feel like the the radical element <laughs> of this event is being short-circuited by approval. Yeah, from well, I mean, it certainly raises a, an intellectual tension, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, the idea of a walkout. Uh, being sanctioned by or controlled by the administration, it's sort of a contradiction in terms. Uh, at the same time, I guess one of the things that, that really strikes me about this is that it's a good thing that you have administrators at schools also wanting to make this statement, right? I mean, this is a statement right. that, that, uh, that this is not a statement against schools, it's against legislatures and other people who have not done anything about gun policy. I think it's not a bad thing that the administrators want to make sure that they participate or make sure that their kids participate. But I do see the the sort of conundrum there, the, you know, yeah. the idea of a sanctioned protest. Well, and this also is happening not just in the wake of a, another mass shooting at a school, but... Um, as there are discussions about how we officially put guns in schools. And so I think for schools and school districts, that element of the discussion is also kind of an element of the walkout. It it energizes them to want to support students um, who are having certain kinds of discussions, depending on the district. And again, this is in this region. I've been following um, some education reporters in other parts of the country, and it's a very different discussion in other places. Yeah. Uh, This is Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and my guest is Sasha Ryan. She's a WDET education reporter. She's in studio today while we talk about the student walkouts that are planned today to protest Gun policy, Sasha and other folks here at WDET are going to be following the walkouts throughout the day and reporting on what we see and hear from students at schools around the metro area. If you want to join the conversation, give us a call. Are you a student or are you the parent of a student who's walking out today? If you're a parent, how are you reacting to these walkouts? Are you letting your kids walk out of school altogether or are you encouraging them to participate in activities that are being planned by administrators in their school? How do you think schools should react to this and do you think this will be an effective protest? Is this something that 
given that it's taking place nationwide, uh, thousands and thousands of kids, I would imagine, will be walking out of school today. Is that going to mark the sort of tipping point where we will get uh, more people uh, in power uh, in, in a position to start thinking about gun policy, to start thinking about changing the way we deal with firearms in America. If you want to join the conversation, 313-577-1019 is the number, as always, on the phones. That's 313-577-1019. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page, put your comments there, or go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today, and we will work you into the conversation. Bob on Twitter says, uh, what day do we talk about better mental health resources for the kids? Great question, Bob. I'm not sure it's an either-or but uh, I think mental health is one of the things that, that uh, we also do quite poorly uh, for kids in, in schools and people in our society and that uh, there is a connection there uh, between that and gun violence. Uh, Alvin on Facebook says, sadly, I still think nothing will be done. Uh, and I think uh, there are a lot of folks who have that kind of apprehension about this as well, that no matter what the statement is, no matter the size of the statement, that we won't get to a space where people uh, are, are thinking and doing different things about this. Uh, again, 313-577-1019 is the number on the phones. Let's go to Diane in Rochester. Diane, welcome to Detroit Today. Hi, Stephen. Um, my comment uh, is that my son's high school, which I prefer not to identify, uh, his principal sent out a link to a video that he made talking about the event today and the support the school has of the event. And what he started saying was, regardless of what your political affiliation is, regardless of how you feel about the issue, let's have this be in honoring of the 17 lives lost for those 17 mm -hmm. minutes. Mm -hmm. So during that time, maybe introduce yourself to 17 people you've never talked to. Maybe think about lunch today, talking to somebody you've not talked to. That's that pretty interesting. Somebody you haven't, haven't talked with. Because he acknowledges, and we all should, that the shooters in most of these situations have been isolated and ostracized and bullied perhaps in their life. Not an excuse, but perhaps one of the causes leading towards somebody to resort to such an awful response, feeling so disconnected from society. Sure. Um, so we were really impressed with that. And when our son, we asked our son if he was participating and he wasn't sure that it would be happening, and when he we told him that there was support for it, he said, oh, great, he's a ninth grader, oh, great, I can get out of class. <laughs> so that's not really the point, so if you believe in us, we support you, if not, same class. So we, we've had a good discussion about it, and hopefully more connections between students can result from this. Yeah. Diane, uh, great great call, great comments, uh, and, and congratulations for for supporting all of the, the, the great ideas here that in terms of, you know, making a statement, the idea that it's just important to make a statement. Don't worry about uh, what it is or, or how it's going to be received. Say something, do something today that, uh, that really makes it clear that uh, the things that we're dealing with are unacceptable. Thanks very much for that call. Uh, let's go to Tamara in Detroit. Tamara, Tamara welcome to Detroit Today. Well, thank you so much. Uh -huh. I appreciate your show. Thank you. Uh, you know, I'm just a mom who, you know, believes very strongly that our children need to be proactive. Uh, I'm on my way to my daughter's school now. She's a 13-year-old seventh grader. Mm -hmm. uh, her school is not doing uh, any sort of mass walkout. Uh, I'm taking her out of school. 
Oh. Uh, we are going to stand in front of the school with a portable microphone and read out a 17 people's names. Good for you. And then have our own moment of silence. Yeah, yeah. So, so you said that your your daughter's school is not having any sort of official official activity. Uh, so yeah, go ahead. Not any official uh, walkout activity. It is a, a K through eight school. Mm-hmm. Uh, they believe that the the kids. Uh, for the most part, are too young. Uh, I don't agree with that. I think that uh, children need to be aware uh, of the losses that we've suffered and why. Yeah, yeah. Tamara, uh, great uh, great activity there, and uh, thanks very much for the call and contributing to the program. Uh, let's go to Deanna in Detroit. Deanna, welcome to Detroit today. Good morning. Hi. Hi. Steven, I love your show. Thank you. Uh, thank you for for uh, letting me join you. I am a parent of a sophomore and a junior at Cass Technical High School, and I, too, am en route <laughs> to uh, their student walkout. Uh-huh. I have two girls, and they uh, have uh, stood up and taken some leadership roles to plan the actual walkout. Uh, I was very unsettled uh, at first Mm -hmm. uh, and decided to uh, withhold my comments (laughs) on how they should do it. And um, there was a little bit of pushback about whether it should be outdoors or indoors. And the students really stressed the importance of being outdoors. Um, And and so, um, and, and so, Deanna, is this a is this a school sanctioned walkout? Is this something that the school is helping the students with, or is is this something that the students have just done on their own? No, now it is it is officially a school sanctioned uh-huh. uh, walkout mm-hmm. that is and has been organized by the students. And DPSCD has essentially sanctioned. For the district. Any walkouts? Yeah. Is that right? And the, the students spoke directly to Vidi, and he's like, more power to you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's very cool. Deanna, Deanna, can you give me an idea of what your, you said something interesting that, that at first you were a little apprehensive about the idea of your kids uh, walking out. Uh, give me an idea of what, what was giving you pause. So, what gave me pause was that it would not be sanctioned and that they would be expelled. So um, the one question I did ask uh, days into, uh, I'll just say my my just pausing, uh-huh. pause for a couple days there uh, to hear what, uh, just to listen, um, I asked one question and I said, do you know the student code of conduct? And if you were to be expelled, how long would you be expelled for? Right. Right. Those are good questions, uh, and and <laughs> I hope you got good answers from your from your daughters about them. Uh, Deanna, thanks very much again for the call uh, and the comments. Uh, let's go to Seneca in Detroit. Seneca, welcome to Detroit today. Uh, thank you so much. Thanks for taking my call. Mm-hmm. You know, I had been just sitting back, not you know, talking to myself about you know the walkouts and the students and what they can do and what what they're what they are doing, and it's a good thing that they're doing what they're doing, but. This is a bandage on the problem. If we change the laws with the guns, it's still not going to solve the problem. We need to get to the problem. Why are these students mad? Why are they going to schools killing students? Right. You know, they're killing, stu- killing people on the streets. Young people killing each other on the streets. What is the problem? A bandage on, we can ban all the guns in the United States. 
that is not the problem. Right. Right. Uh, great. Uh, great call there to Seneca. Um, uh, Sasha Ryan, uh, th- th- that does raise this question about what more you might see from students, what more uh, you might see even from administrators uh, about uh, about this issue. When you talk with the students who are participating, um, talk about that that level of concern they have about how safe they are at school, uh, whether whether someone might show up with a gun and, and do these things, and whether they're thinking beyond today what what they might do or say that would that would change things. I think the the students have said that they are very concerned. They're very concerned, and they consider this uh, um, those of those who are being initially activated by this event uh, just a, a starting point. There's there is a march planned for the 24th, a national march that's um, also aimed at gun violence issues. Mm-hmm. Um, but also there's this difference between um, thinking about mass shootings and thinking about gun violence in the community. And so many of the students who are participating in the city are um, looking at it in terms of campaigns to end gun violence in the community, which is certainly um, a kind of a happens at a different speed, a sure. different frequency. So there's there's a lot of concern, and and also I think that um, that the radical element was short circuited. Has them kind of looking, many of them looking for um, ways to pick a little bit more at the adults. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. Okay, Sasha Ryan, WDET education reporter, will send you on your way out to. Witness the protests and report on them later today. But thanks for being with us in the studio. Thanks for having me. Up next, we're going to talk about Rex Tillerson being shown the door by President Trump and what that means for U.S. diplomacy. And, of course, don't forget, if you miss any of today's conversation, you don't have to miss out entirely. You can go to iTunes or whether, wherever you download podcasts. Download and subscribe to Detroit Today. Take us with you and listen when you are ready. We will be right back on Detroit Today. Detroit Today.